on the run, driving in the sun, looking out for number one. California, here we come, right back where we started from. Well, hustles, grab your guns, your shadow weighs a ton. Welcome to the Bro C, bitch. It's the first episode of your new number one OC Rewatch podcast by bros for everyone. I'm your host, John Anderson, and introducing the bros to my immediate right, young Alex O'Neill. Hi, I have never watched the OC until recently, so this is we'll get to that in just a second, young Alex. And to the left of me, I got I got Tyler Trees. Yo, happy to be here. Thank you for joining me, gentlemen. So, what are we doing here? We're gonna uh, we're gonna watch the OC, and then we're gonna. Some of us are gonna watch the OC. Some of us. Some of us are gonna live the OC. Um, that's probably. That's probably me. I'm probably going to live it. So so we'll do that, and then we'll, we'll come to you each and every week until we reach the end of the series, and then we'll move on to Gossip Girl, clearly. Uh, so, <laughs> are you, wait, are uh, you kidding? <laughs> I hope this we'll, isn't a joke. I mean, we we'll, see how, we'll see how popular we get. Hey, maybe we do a, a, a Patreon, and the reward is that we watch all six episodes of the short-lived Fox show uh, Point Pleasant. Uh yeah, no, Wait, it was I don't know what that is. real weird. It, it came on after the OC for a couple weeks. So uh, before okay. we really, really, really dive into this, I just wanted to get your guys's. what's your background with the OC? How much have you watched before? Um, what were you doing when it first came out in 2003? <laughs> when it first uh, came out? <laughs> yeah. Um, why don't you kick us off, John? I want to hear about your history, your storied history. So, yeah, I mean, I watched it, uh, it. It was a show. It premiered during the summertime, uh, the summer of 2003, and it was, like, instantly sort of a hit with, at least within my, well, with me and my best friend, uh, and we watched it pretty religiously. I occasionally set my VCR to tape it if mm-hmm. I was going out that night because it was, it was coming out in the summer, and I did tend to go out in the summer as a... Uh, college sophomore <laughs> there it is <laughs> in uh in 2003 uh you know i have some interesting life experiences happen uh, around the uh the oc that i probably won't I, we'll see what i what i get to but um i ended up watching very religiously that first season and into the second season i ended up um kind of what happened to me i well, I had to do stuff for the army for two years, mm-hmm. uh, and I was not able to watch it on broadcast television. Luckily, my best friend burned DVDs with a DVD recorder hooked up to a cable box, and then would mail them to me. Wow! So I got to watch uh, the rest of season two, and I think most of season three that way. Uh, and actually, I don't think I actually continued after. I forget if I've seen all of season three or if I uh, stopped midway through season three. I have not seen the legendary season four. Uh, so when we, when slash if uh, we get to that, will we'll clearly uh, be, be new for me. There's so, no if. That's going to be a win. Well, okay, we're <laughs> going to do it, but you're going to have to support us on Patreon by then or maybe we'll do a Kickstarter. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe a Kickstarter. Anyway, you're just gonna have to send us money. Is what we're Daddy's saying. gonna need to get paid if we're gonna if we're gonna go all the way to season four. <laughs> um, I as I kind of ruined it already. I had never seen the OC before. I'm a let's call me a connoisseur of teenage drama. Uh, because oh, wow. you're a dramatic teenager. Um, 
No, I like such an undramatic life, if that's a word. I think it's it's really because of that that I like revel in teen drama because like my teenage years were nothing. I watch this show and I'm like constantly like that's like that thing that happened to me, except mm-hmm. like a poor person version. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure that's most of the case. If you relate to this show in any in any way, it's it's like, oh yeah, that I was like poor and that happened to me though. <laughs> Um, I relate too much to this show. Like I got like kind of welled up the first when I started rewatching the pilot and uh, the theme song hits for the first time with the late title card. Like Mm -hmm. I just, I I was like, Oh yeah. 2003 was good, man. Yeah. No, I, I get that though. It's because I, I never watched it. I never even heard of it until a few years ago. Um, But like, it definitely has a, a cult following. Like I think it is, definitely well regarded by most people my friend jacob who's originally going to be one of these the hosts on the show maybe we'll get him on that's still welcome to join still welcome. um he was like yo you like teenage drama you need to watch the oc that is the epitome of what you need to see um so i actually started watching it for the first time last year in 2015 um in the summer of 2015 and i could not stop i eventually burned out about halfway through season two it was always a thing that I wanted to get back to, but got really busy. Don't um, worry, you're gonna get there, young Alex. But well, we'll get, get there, there, so I'll be able to kind of experience a lot of this for the first time on this show. Cool. So. And Tyler? Well, I, I started watching the show when it premiered in 2003. Um, I would have been, let me see, 11 at the time. And uh, uh, and since since you know that was the peak of my rebellious age, you know. Going out I am a ch- I am I was a childish 20, 20 year old I guess like I don't I don't remember a ton of it so uh, so it'll be exciting to like what we watched today uh, or what what we're gonna cover here I, I definitely remember but like it'll be interesting going like to find out where I stopped watching which I think was like some part during season two but uh yes super excited to uh to catch back with an, with some old friends and uh, watch these episodes. Yeah, I mean, it's also worth noting the uh, the Brosi origin story is the the three of us were on um, our friend Harold's podcast, H Bomb and Friends, and we proceeded to realize we all liked the OC and then hijack that podcast to talk about the OC, um, and then this so this is essentially an H Bomb and Friends spinoff show. <laughs> I guess yeah, technically, yeah, it is. Yeah, this is we're, we're Mork Mork and Mindy. Um, so, so I'm glad you know we've been talking about this. Comparison. Ah, rest in peace, Robin Williams. I mean, we've been talking about Alex and I've been talking about this for a long, long time. Uh, yeah, and we're finally making it happen. So, because yeah, it was it was a joke for the longest time. But then you were like, no, we're gonna call it the Bro C, and I was like, oh, now we have to do it. Yeah, I mean, we came up with such a good name, the Bro C. I mean, I know it seems like an obvious ripoff of Gilmore Guys. Um, Oh, Game and it, guys, is, is that a real show? Is that a real? That's thing? a real show. It's super popular. I only found out about so this. <laughs> I found out about this after we discussed having a OC rewatch podcast, and somebody was like, "Oh, like the Gilmore guys." I'm like, "Shit, that's a good name. Those sons of sons of guns." <laughs> uh, I but, I did not know about Gilmore guys because I was going to suggest that after we finish the OC, we should do Gilmore Girls. But now I'm frustrated that maybe that's off the table. That might be off the table. I think there's a lot of stuff out there to cover, depending on uh, the po- the pop- popularity of this. But um, a couple couple basics. Uh, we're we're gonna try try our best not to 
um, spoil future episodes. So obviously, when we go through each episode, like today, we're gonna spoil the, spoil the heck out of the uh, um, the pilot episode. But we're gonna try not to give too much away of the future. Um, there might be a little tinge of that, but we're not. It's not gonna be that bad. Like if I say, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe you guys didn't watch episode four yet," because Anna comes and everybody loves Anna. That's not too much of a spoiler, right? Mm. That's that's a, that's a good spoiler. It's, but then it's safe. Yeah, that's safe because Samira Armstrong. Oh my gosh, just the love of my life. Besides my my actual wife, my actual yeah, wife, I was gonna well, say uh... the actual <laughs> love of my life. Um. Anyway, so let's uh. <laughs> just digging the hole deeper, John. Yeah, just, she's, just, not gonna, she's not gonna. She's not gonna. She doesn't watch the OC. It's fine. She'll probably be on this podcast at some point. That would be awesome. I'm, so, I'm game for that. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I actually have never even listened to like a TV show uh, rewatch podcast, so I guess we're coming so we, to this. We, I mean, neither have I. We have no reference. No, that's not true. I've I've listened to a Lost rewatch podcast briefly. Um, so I mean, we're gonna go in blind. I'm sure we'll figure it. We'll get a good rhythm going. We'll figure it out. We're we're a bunch of smart bros. Um, it's, an, it's an episode an episode. I think it's y- worth noting also. Yeah. So an episode an episode. That's true. So I think the like. The where to dive in? I mean, the this is the pilot episode. You're meeting all of the characters for the first time, and it's you know the OC is definitely this like sort of fish. It's a fish out of water story, right? So, the classic fish out of water story. Classic fish oh, out of sure. water. So so Ryan, you know, steals a steals a car with his brother, ends up in jail. His lawyer is is Sandy Cohen, who who through a series of of choices ends up taking young Ryan back to his. His uh his home in in rich, uh rich person Orange County as opposed to Ryan is from Chino clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Fucking meet Chino. Oh man, I already swore. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's all, all right. right. I'm gonna try to get. I'm gonna try to not put an explicit tag in there anyway. But um, you know, he meets he meets Sandy's wife. To she is a little dismayed at the situation. We meet Seth. We meet the rest of the cast of characters, including the main ladies uh, and and their well, one of their parents, mm-hmm. um, and kind of that's that's uh that's how it goes. We we meet Luke the well, we meet Luke the charmer that he is. I think Luke are like early on in the show has a big character arc that we'll delve into later on. He's but, got uh... one of he's got one of the best arcs. Uh, I think like I admire luke in a ton in a lot of ways in that like he sort of represents <laughs> he represents what a lot of just regular ass dudes were like in uh, this time period yeah and then when within the you know without going too much into it he, he's got an interesting arc that uh that's that's good to follow we'll we'll touch on that when when that sort of um gets to where it, where it goes but uh you know the like the first when you first meet these characters well when you first meet the the gold trans am that they steal in the the beginning i get very like homesick for new jersey right yeah of course i and thought you're gonna be homesick for like <laughs> when you used to steal cars or something <laughs> not quite i was just getting homesick for because like, my first car was a, a camaro i mean very jersey-ish of me did you steal um, it <laughs> i did not steal it but you could easily steal that car by using literally anything to uh to turn the ignition um, so <laughs> screwdriver you know lens cap and pretty much anything i i got uh they had a high school superlative for car most likely to break down and i got that i got that award oh congrats 
That's a that's a rough high school superlative to like you know the my high school awards were more like you know most likely to to have a lot of friends or something like that. It was Not, fun, you know. I got in the yearbook the the uh, the girl who had the the mo- car most likely breakdown was also uh, she was very she was pretty lady right. So I'm in this picture looking like my nerdy high school self. I'm with this pretty lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure she's still very pretty. I don't know. I probably haven't talked to her in like ten years or whatever, but. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, that was, it was a fun thing, and it was like a fun joke at my high school, uh, except the one time my Camaro, it, it would backfire in the winter, oh. um, and it, it backfired in the school parking lot, um, and it was like the week after there had been one of those big school shootings, and everybody just hit the deck, and that yeah. was that was awkward. It was like, don't worry, guys, just my car. Uh, let's, <laughs> it's just the Camaro. Let's Please just, don't let's, steal it. Let's go into high school now um let's have a good day out there everybody <laughs> so so now that i've like really um gone off the rails with my camaro story which there's not even a camaro in here it was a trans am i think uh we start meeting we start meeting characters we meet trey um which who is just the worst we very briefly meet trey you don't you don't see a lot of him in this first episode he is gonna be yeah gosh trey you just are you are just the worst mm-hmm he got yeah. arrested with a, like a lot of stuff. He had uh, some drugs on him. He had a gun. He stole a car for basically no reason. Yeah, for funsies. Um, but that's like the least and, of his worries. Yeah. Also, why did the cops? I don't understand why the cops just like drive by them, and then like you know Jay turned back there like, oh, we're gonna get these guys driving off in a Trans Am for for seemingly no reason. The car couldn't have been reported stolen that quickly. Um. Also, I mean, come on. They're cops in Chino. I'm sure they've got better things to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm well, sure I mean obviously not because it turns out Trey is an incredibly dangerous criminal. But, uh... Yes. Uh, you know, you're, uh, not, you're not wrong. Before we get further into this episode, I just want to uh, read off the episode description courtesy of CW Seed, which is a <laughs> CW streaming service, because I think it's really good. We, uh, we, they're not sponsoring us yet, so let's not... Okay, well, no, no, no. <laughs> Their description's good. The service sucks. See, we'll even it out. Um, the service is fine. But it would be great <laughs> if they sponsor us. Uh, it says, welcome to the OC, bitch. A troubled team... <laughs> <laughs> this is on a website. <laughs> yes, yes. A troubled team wow. moves in with his lawyer's family. Newport Beach will never be the same. So that's their description. Oh, good. <laughs> that's actually... I mean, that's really pretty solid, actually. Um... But you going chronologically down this order, like you you have some of these first interactions between characters, and like you know, I'm super nostalgic for this. And then it, it but it set it, it kind of like having you know ten plus years of hindsight now. It's like wow, it's interesting. They were like really setting the stage for how these these characters interact. Um, there's you know you see a first sort of the way um, Sandy and Kristen, Kirsten Cohen fight is. In a lot of ways, the wish, the way I wish I, you know, me and my wife fought because they always resolve things and then they're very rarely carry a grudge away. Uh, they are just they're an amazing couple who mm-hmm. constantly works past their issues in great ways. The power couple of the OC, easily. Oh, they're, they're so good. They're oh, so they're good. So... I mean, like Sandy, Sandy Cohen is like the world's best dad for. A lot of weird reasons too. When when I see him in other shows, and I I want to just put this out here as an idea, guys. Let's never refer to the actors. Let's only refer to them as their character names. Yeah. 
Uh, so when Sandy Cohen is in other television shows. Yeah, so when K- Sandy Cohen is in New Girl making out with uh, with Zoe Deschanel. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that was super weird. I'm like, what about Kirsten, man? <laughs> Wait, like, do you have no class? What the crap, dude? Like... I mean, uh, I'm glad you went into the winery business after after all the, those events. But like, seriously, can you just like keep it in your pants, dude? <sighs> I mean, the, where I left off with the OC, and I'm uh, like, I know we'll get there. Like, I like I like that the the all the characters seem like way more human, even in through like the scope of like why is something dramatic always happening, uh, <laughs> which is totally the OC. But like, I don't it's know the. The the kind of mannerisms, the way everybody handles it, like it feels like incredibly natural for like a totally ridiculous show. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's cool. Like every all of Sandy's like weird little things about him, uh, like being like this Jewish father who's a surfer dude in California, also, and lawyer. like he's from the Bronx, and it's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's like it's super cool, and the the way they introduce him is is really well done. Like the whole. The lawyer saying his scenes with Ryan in the first episode are like all super great. Yeah, no, I I, I totally totally agree. Um, and then I think you have one of the most important interactions of the entire series, and like one of my favorite television moments of all time, mm-hmm. uh, and that is that first uh, the first time Marissa and Ryan meet mm-hmm. um, down in the the cul de sac, and uh, and he's you know he's smoking a cigarette. He's a bad boy. And she asks him who he is, and he says, whoever you want me to be. And it's just like, oh, my God, that's so good. Oh, you're so good. You're so good. Yeah, too um, smooth. It's so good. And then, he, you know, he tells her the truth about, like, <laughs> he tells her the truth of the, the backstory we just told you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you're the, you're the cousin from um, Boston. It's, it's, real, it's a real great thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tyler, I, like, like – as frustrating as like I immediately thought I would probably dislike Marissa, uh, but like yeah, that scene is like so it's like storybook good. It's so so good. she then bums a cigarette off of him, and uh, I don't smoke, so I'm not sure. Uh, maybe maybe one of you guys can drop this knowledge on me. But the way he lights her cigarette is like uh, his is already lit, and she just puts like the 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 butt the, the tip of his. her cigarette to his yeah. cigarette, yeah. Mm-hmm. That it's is very, it's um, very romantic. I didn't know if that. It's that like a so sexy. It. Oh my gosh! And then you can't even do that nowadays, right? Like you can't even have characters smoking, especially teenagers smoking, uh, on a, a, real, a TV show. And like teenagers are drunk and doing drugs all, all over doing, this show. It's crazy. Oh yeah, this yeah. show is crazy. This, okay, this show is realistic in a lot of ways. In that, like the way they show them partying, the like smoking, the at least at the, the beginning, I felt like Ryan and Marissa definitely looked. If not teenagers, teenagers adjacent, mm-hmm. um, like very close, right? I would say like uh, like maybe two years older than they they were portraying. Yeah, the and like if he, if they get him clean shaven enough, like he look, I was like, okay, seventeen, I got it. Um, sometimes when he looks like a little too yoked, like a little too strong, like jacked or whatever, I'm like, He's okay, doing construction man. Yeah, or or sometimes, um, our next character introduction, Luke, I think looks uh. He, sometimes he he looks a little old, but we you know we we we're introduced to the character Luke and you know he's Marissa's boyfriend. Oh, so he's we're just all... he's immediately the worst though. He's right? immediately the worst. You told me because like John was like Luke goes places and I'm like still in the middle of like basically this 
part, and it's like, man, he's just he's that guy. It's totally Luke just that guy. Is perhaps the most complete character arc on this television program <laughs> for sure. Um, it's startling, uh, and and just but like <laughs> the places that, they mean, go with Luke. That this whole first episode is like Luke's time to shine from Welcome to the OC, bitch, to like this first moment of like. Like him rolling up in like this truck. Oh, the lifted, the lifted Ram pickup he just truck looks in exactly like you would expect Marissa's boyfriend to be. Like, like oh, they God. just nailed it. The cast exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it, of course, I, she's dating that guy. Yeah, yeah. his head looks the like a cinder block. Is, let's talk about the casting real quick. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Uh, in many, many, many places. Um, yeah, gosh. like it, it's it, you see a lot of like actors show up in this show that you're like oh wait what yeah um you know then we you know that we meet we have our first we meet seth and we have our first seth ryan interaction and it's just like oh my god this is like this is this is bromance right here you know this is this is how this is how you meet a best friend right absolutely (laughs) like it's so good um the great thing is that they immediately go like sailboating oh yeah right after meeting yeah, Seth just has a boat. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna head head out sailboating. Then we're gonna play some PS2." Seth's all like, "Oh, where's your head? Did I knock it off? Oh yeah." And he's uh, <laughs> some he's classic great. trash talk. Yeah, he's fighting games. Yeah, way to salt his game, Alex. Yeah, it's super cringeworthy. Oh, just the worst. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love I love some of the. I realized like after I heard uh. What way to salt his game, Dad, or whatever he says? Like I remember, like I was saying, salt, salt, salt game, like all the time. Uh, you could catch me at a college party, saying, telling somebody that somebody else salted their game. Like I was getting a little too jargony. Yeah, uh, a little too never, inspired. Never even entered the picture as far as my phrases would go. I'm bringing it back. I have a note here that says, "Salt his game." Bring, uh, oh, I have. I've bring this about back. Salt his game too because that is a spectacular line. That <laughs> it's, like such a, a, it's such a it's such a good phrase. Episode. It's such a good phrase, and like they come back to it later, where Sandy like says it to Kirsten. Oh, yeah. She's like, "What does that mean?" I transcribed like... that entire segment. <laughs> can you can you read it for us real quick? <laughs> All right. I'm... Sandy, uh, this is after a scene where Seth gets into some some fisticuffs, and Sandy says, "Don't salt his game, honey." Kirsten <laughs> replies, "What the hell does that mean?" Sandy goes, "I don't know." <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's so good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, All of Sandy's attempts at being a cool dad are some of the best. Yeah, uh, he's genuinely a cool dad. Yeah. yeah. So they go to this fashion show. Uh, they go to this awesome party afterwards that is just so lit like i just talk about this fashion show though there's some good moments here there are some good there are some good moments at the fashion show i just really wanted to get a moment where uh (laughs) sandy embarrasses seth when he's like looking at summer and then summer walks down the runway one moment and seth says this is a quote here she's got tahiti written all over her Because it's worth noting that Seth has named his sailboat, his tiny catamaran sailboat, after Summer, Summer who he has never, he has never talked to this. He's never spoken to her. Talked to her. He is incredibly creepy. Uh, I feel like if Seth exists in 2016, he's he's Gamergate adjacent. Like he's on Reddit, like talking about getting friend zoned. Um, So I'm just glad he lived pre that. Yeah, when it was like. (laughs) 
more innocent and also like i don't know dude, i love seth he's probably my favorite character on the show um <laughs> like i think he like i mean yeah i mean look at us we're all video game guys like yeah like I don't know, there's, there's something really endearing like you know there's no kind of like malicious intent behind seth he's just kind of like a, a helpless puppy in a lot oh, of yeah, ways like I obviously gravitated to him, uh, was super bad with girls, mm-hmm. uh, really liked emo, um, video games, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, like, Seth was is constantly a... getting punched for running my mouth. Yeah. Like, He's an extreme for sure. Especially like when you see the knickknacks in his room. Uh, what's his horse's name? Mr. Captain Oates. Captain Oates. Of course. Uh, that's a spoiler. Great. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> the spoiler of his toy horse that comes up in a couple Jeez. episodes. Jeez. Um, Spoilers. But yeah, like when, like I don't know, getting to know Seth and his like super sarcasm, like I don't know, I I really related to him in a lot of weird uh, yeah, ways. Absolutely. Um, so to this party, to this lit <laughs> this ass party. party, yeah, where like there are there there are like some burnouts, like taking bong rips. There are people doing lines. Everybody is wasted. These people it's are like all threesome 16. going on in the bathroom. There's a threesome. Go- like, uh, dude, I would. Granted, I don't want to go to a party full of high schoolers. I do. Where all this stuff is <laughs> happening, because like Currently, you could, get, you well, are the one getting arrested. But like, I want to. This is the kind of party. I'm thirty. We'll say something years <laughs> old, and this is the kind of party I want to be at. This party is is off the. What would they, what were we saying two thousand? It was off, off the, the chain. chain. It's off, off the chain. chain. The chisel. It's ridiculous. This party's so good. I'm like, did this ever happen in any high school ever though? I wasn't invited to parties, so I have no clue. I'm gonna I be mean, honest, like I went to some parties in high school, but like never this good. Uh and then I think they got a lot better in, in college. And now as a grown man, I occasionally go to a party that's real fun. A lot of fun. Some crazy stuff happening. Is this the, this is like a significant party though, right? Because this is like the first party of the summer or whatever, right? Something like that. And it's also like literally well, the, one, the first the party Seth has ever managed to go to. Let her use the place because of the fundraiser that they just did the fashion show. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like this is like the summer's just starting. It's like it's time to get crazy. Um, well, yeah. We should mention that the reason why they went to the party was that summer invited ryan to the party okay i can't even deal with like i i ha, i can't even deal with the the scenes where summer flirts or tries summer to flirt is with really ryan. like like oh, off God, ryan right now he i says, hate it so much i says, so we, we want to talk I'm about character growth hot and cold though so, summer places going places right off yeah. the bat the Especially worst my understanding of the fourth season um yeah yeah, yeah. for sure uh so, <laughs> she but like right off the bat were the worst maybe the worst definitely the worst like i have yeah she's no she's pretty horrible <laughs> she does some real horrible crap positive to say about summer well yeah except for she's gorgeous but other than that yeah um, yeah I, so I all have, that matters ultimately but yeah. i have a note circled here that just it says this party is awesome in all caps and it's circled yeah um so but then like this has some choice quotes uh welcome to the dark side um in reference to that party and then mm. ryan says i think i can get into less trouble where i'm from and and uh marissa says something like what you have no idea yep yep uh marissa oh, asks, so what do you think of newport ryan says i think i could get into a lot less trouble where i'm from marissa says you have no idea and then yeah. within seconds ryan well through a series of misunderstandings has his first fight with 
with Seth, which leads to his first fist fight of of his stay in Orange County. Well, well first um, we got to mention Ryan or Seth gets real mad at Ryan and says, "Why don't you go back to Chino? I'm sure there are a bunch of really nice cars in the parking lot that you can still." Ooh, which, which like the line feels shame. a little it feels a little forced. I'm glad they move on from they don't get it's <laughs> you know it's the pilot. Replies, They're still catching catching their stealths, okay? Summer says Chino, ew. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the the just the lines without any of the context of what's actually going on. Um yeah. Well, I mean, everybody listening to this hopefully listen, watched uh, watched the the first episode along with us, mm-hmm. um, or remembers it fondly from from thirteen years ago. Whew. Okay, every time I say that, it feels a little weird. It just hurts a little bit more. It doesn't hurt, man. Like I'm living the best possible life. Like I, I every day is my favorite day of all time. But like I do have a soft spot for this time period. Obviously, sophomore year of college, a lot of things are are starting to click for uh, for your boy John Anderson. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, it's not like I'm like, oh man, I was so cool in high school. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like I don't know. For some weird reason, I feel like the OC is directed at the people that never felt like that. You know, uh, I yeah, I I would guess so. I mean, it's interesting the the perspective they're coming from is like. If if you look at Ryan as this outsider and then Seth as this sort of outsider who's been there his whole life, um, the uh, it, it it and you know a lot of teen well I mean if you look at like Freaks and Geeks or something there there's a certain element of that in a lot of teen mm-hmm. dramas when you look at something like Gossip Girl they try to incorporate that with with your Dan Humphreys but I mean like let's get real Dan Humphreys is a crappy version of Seth Cohen. Yeah, I, I think if you look at how popular the OC was, I, I think it shows that it appeals to both crowds. Yeah, you know, it was it, fun, it was fun people like everybody can relate to the OC. Yeah. No, no joke. It was a cultural phenomenon. Like these, this show um, shows that premiere in the summer are not necessarily always the biggest, the oh, biggest it, deal. It was not an insane phenomenon because let me just say uh, when it premiered. The episode we're watching right now, 7.5 million viewers. Later on in the season, they go up all the way to 12.7 million viewers. This show see that kind of was – like, nobody gets those numbers anymore. Yeah, especially right? like a summer premiere show that's not like like the primetime fall premiere, right? That just never happens. Yeah, summers yeah. are like throwaway shows. This was if not really, a throwaway you, show. You, th- you start to think about like – I mean, Laguna Beach, like that, that reality show that's, that ended up – turning into 80,000 reality shows like is, the show. is based on uh, we, we'll do that in a couple years just back our patreon we don't have a patreon i'm waiting for the hills <laughs> yeah we're gonna get to we're gonna get to it i'm sure we're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing this for the next 20 years uh with all these shows we we mentioned jesus what have i gotten myself into alex will, be, sure. alex will be in his early 30s by the time we, we're all done with this so uh because he's young that, that's the worst thing you could have ever said to me <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I'm so young, you're so young. I'm, I'm 17 right now. Not really. I'm not actually 17. John, believe me for a second though. That really hurt him. I mean, believe me. I believe you in my heart. Like I know I've seen you. I feel like I've seen you purchase an alcoholic drink legally at some point. Um, man, or so you thought. <laughs> when, we, when we later on in this in this series, when we get to like me and Alex's origin story, that's gonna be that'll be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to this television show. 
So Ryan gets in his first fight. Um, well, I don't think it's Ryan's first fight. I think Seth's well, so first, I'm going to say first fight of the series. First right, OC um, fight. Yeah. On the uh, beach. In a suit beach. jacket. Very, very, very evocative of Karate Kid. I mean, that's not the first thing that jumped into my head, but that's fine also. That movie came out in, like, 1985. Dude, you were, like, negative 12. I was... I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not exist yet. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's a good movie. I mean, I was a baby, so what, what do I know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you, out of that, like, you get Luke with one of... Again, one of the best lines in all of television. Beautiful line. Welcome to the OC, bitch. This is how it's done in Orange County. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, Luke, you are the worst. You are just so horrible. Just the embodiment of the worst. Like He's we're a real just dickhead in this. Episode. Like, are you suggesting that we're super tough in Orange County? Oh yeah, all the all the hard guys are there. We're so hard in our Abercrombie. Oh man, so good, so good. Yeah, and he delivers that after like five guys took out one dude. Like yeah. it's the lamest thing. Sorry, Seth, you don't count. But like they took out. <laughs> Took like five dudes to beat up Ryan, and then yeah. this dude's just talking smack. Yeah. yeah. So the, the episode sort of um, winds down with Summer and I, I forget the supporting and character that, friend that, that doesn't even. Yeah. Have they they dump Marissa's nearly lifeless uh, drunken body outside oh her parents' yeah, house. That, that was so messed up. I was like, dude, I'm watching that, and I'm like. Yo, she could have died. <laughs> yeah, right? There are several times in the show where Marissa could have died. And this is, like, the first one in the first episode. Dude, I mean, like, it's established pretty early that Marissa maybe is a little... Maybe she's got some problems. She's got some issues. Like, she got a big old bottle of Stoli hitting her, hitting her purse, at, like, in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. Um, And, you know, it only goes... It only gets a little It only gets a little. And she's, like, what, 16 then? on the show? Yeah, right? something like that. I mean, like, I was having a couple more lights at 16, but let's let's get real. Oh, they're not sponsoring us. Let's not... Yeah. <laughs> Coors Light, because Bud Light doesn't pay pay me shit. Call me Miller Coors. We can make this happen, man. Also, Stoli, call me. Yeah. Basically, like, all alcohol brands, call me. Just like the OC, we're just trying to sell out here. Trying to sell out. Trying to sell out real hard. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, Orange County. There's gonna be some branding stuff. Uh, I'm sure that we we see there there are name brands mentioned left. Oh and right. yeah, there's some there's some great uh, product placement in the OC for sure. Yeah, so, yeah. So Coop they, is just laying there, lifeless. She's <laughs> laying there, and then like here's the f- well, I don't want to say the first moment, um, but this is a, like among the moments where you're seeing like wow they used some casual language here that just is completely unacceptable in uh in actually the, the the first time that happens is is a little earlier at the fashion show when luke says to seth uh quote suck it queer yeah um, which is pretty bad yeah but i think some of what they're doing here plays into a great arc that we'll get to yeah uh and Good then place. summer drops like the i don't even want to say it Say I, don't it. Say it. I, I, I totally missed this part. So, uh, uh, she uses she uses the hard the hard R word. I'm a, uh, like oh she, yeah yeah. I'm like man, people used to just toss that around. Yeah, they used to just be on. This is like public TV. Like this is just cable. Like it's just out there. People are yeah. just saying that, and it's just but, casual. Well, I can say that's how me and my teenage friends all talked. So that's, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's no, how dude, me and my teenage dude, dude me too. To. I talked like I talked like this, and um, I mean, I'll talk about it more as we go into like Luke's story as we go on, but like. You know, I I dropped I dropped gay as an insult 
probably oh, yeah. in the in this era. Uh, mm. I look back and I'm like, oh, that is so that is so gross. That yeah. is so gross. Thank goodness Twitter didn't exist. Yeah, um, again, like different times. Like if Twitter had existed, right? Oh, I wouldn't would... have a career. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would like, be it would be a different thing, though. It's definitely of that era. Like like mm-hmm. there like it does have that like homophobic tinge to it, but like mm-hmm. that wasn't the the main reason people were using it. But like, right, but again, but like, if you, like, if you, you, you don't do... thinking that much, you know, we were just True. on autopilot. But if you if you're thinking about like 13 years later, and you do think about like Chekhov's gun, right, like that like narrative device, Luke's homophobia is you know people are probably teasing this thinking like Luke's gonna come out of the closet or some point, but like Luke's homophobia like is important to his to his uh, to his growth. Right? Yeah, like so, a lot of things are like not unintentional. Also, like Seth's kind of creepiness and yeah, and Luke's homophobia and like the comfortability of with characters and and kind of the things that they do like they go places with all of those things nothing's like just surface level which is kind of cool yeah every character has their flaws and uh there's some great room for growth yeah i i agree wholeheartedly like and i i think i think it really is interesting finally coming back to this as a uh you know as a rewatch sort of uh thing is seeing that like oh yeah wow that was actually way smarter than than i think a lot of folks would give this show credit for um so that said i mean i that's pretty much so yeah it ends with ryan kind of getting back home and his his mother's gone right oh i can't believe i left that out of my notes yeah Yeah, no you're totally right uh he he kind of after well she doesn't just stay outside ryan picks her up takes her back uh, marissa up takes her back to the cabana yeah Yeah. um uh, puts her to bed keeps her out of trouble um which is going to be your... the reason why he does go home and finds out his mother leaves is because Kirsten finds out her son had been in a fight. Yeah. She is very upset over that. That's when the, which, that's is, when... which is kind of amusing because Sandy in a lot of ways is kind of almost proud of it. It seems. Yeah. Sandy was like, yo, don't salt his well, about it, like, like he's at least interacting with other people. He's getting out there. Right. Uh, yeah. As opposed to like, it's clear like Seth is kind of like in the middle of like falling into this depression. And now, like, there's something that's gotten him out there, so. Yeah, so Kirsten makes Ryan leave. And Seth and Ryan have, like, a real bro hug moment, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Like, he just yeah. wants to, sh- Ryan just wants to shake Seth's hand. Seth, Seth goes in on the hug, man. Yeah, it gets in there. It goes beautiful. in for the, the bro hug. I, yeah, I love it. I can't believe I was about to completely gloss over that. And, uh, yeah, and of course, Ryan gets back to Chino and, and, uh, and realizes his mom is gone. She yep. left a note, though. Uh, it looks like it was is... written in, like, crayon. Well, yeah. thankfully, I'm kind of thankful they didn't, like, do voiceover. Ryan, me and AJ have gone to do meth. Yeah, uh, right? Oh, catch gosh, you later. Gosh. Yeah. So. We'll, we'll, we're going to talk about Ryan's mother at certain points of this show. Yeah. Oh, yes. uh, man. Oh, man. So. Um, I do want to touch on. You guys have the... any miscellaneous notes to cover? Yeah. Uh. Uh, what Marissa's parents, Jimmy and Julie. Oh yeah, we've kind of glossed over the beginning of 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 their their story, but oh, Jimmy, God, yeah, just like moment. immediately the worst. There's They're no both horrible. Marissa's dad goes to cry in the bathroom during the fashion show, which is really yeah. awkward. Yeah. Oh man. And yeah, and Ryan. Know. Ryan sees it. Yeah, and Julie just like, man, the worst person. She really is. 
out of all of the characters of this show, she's the worst. She's like summer down. times ten. Yeah. I uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, she is horrible. <laughs> she's really bad. She really is, but like in a lot of ways I do understand where she's coming from. Like her motivations are What would you describe they her motivations are, being? Uh, dude, like she's like she's been poor white trash and like she just wants to cling on to not being that so 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 hard without just like she she can't she knows she can't go back she can't go back to that that life yeah Um, i mean and and a lot of everything she does is sort of driven by that Eh, that's not true she's also a really bad person yeah she's also like a super bad person that doesn't work for any of it so (laughs) um and i know like we don't want to talk about um, actors too much, but I thought it was, it's it's funny that Marissa's little sister is played by Shailene Woodley. Who's that? Uh, she's like a pretty big actress now. She's a, big in the Divergent series and movies that are out there happening. Um, so big that two thirds of the two of the hosts here don't know who she is. She was cast as Ma- uh, Mary Jane in the Amazing Spider-Man three that was canceled. Oh gosh, um, she, yeah, she's a big deal, man. Mm-hmm. What's her name again on the show? Shailene Woodley. No, no, on the show. Oh, on the show, she's Marissa's little sister. I don't I have no idea what her name What's is. What's her name? I think she comes back. She's going to come back at some point. She oh, does yeah, come gonna back. She's going to get a pony, man. Caitlin. Yeah, yeah, poor China. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, Caitlin. China the poor pony. Caitlin's oh, also going to mysteriously age like four years at some point. Spoil- that's yeah. a spoiler. Um, well, I didn't know that. So. It's a yeah, spoiler I, for me. But. These, like, these are like these vague things I know about season four, but I've never seen. So. Just leave it at that. Cage fighter. God, I got it now. I got to know what's uh, going on. I can't. I we personally cannot eventually. wait. It is, it is going to be horrible. And yeah. then he goes on and becomes a detective in freaking Batman Town. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, yeah, like, in weird. the OC. <laughs> he's a cop for a little while, and then he's a cop in, in Gotham City. Yeah. Let's oh, wow. Never, That's how never I knew forget. that Ben McKenzie. These guys yeah. are all. No, stop it. Ryan, Ryan Atwood. <laughs> Ryan Atwood. There, there you go. There Only you go. ever Ryan Atwood. Never say the. You said never say the B word. <laughs> the B word. I guess. Yeah. I already forgot his name. I already forgot it. So Ryan Atwood's uh, his name. Ryan Atwood. Oh, that's what his name is. Oh, thank goodness. Um. So I think. Do you guys have any uh, uh, other miscellaneous notes on this first episode? I think it's a um, really good, really good uh, pilot. Introduces everybody. Th- sets a tone for the show, and uh, doesn't really like. I don't know if it finds its feet yet. I feel like episode two really like kickstarts it, but like this yeah. is a perfect setup. I feel like in a lot of ways it really, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm like worried about saying it's really good. Unironically is going to like make me seem like I have bad taste or something, but I feel like this is really, really good television. I feel like it's <laughs> super good. <laughs> like it's, I think it's well acted, well casted, well written. Uh, I think the music selection tends to be really, Really good. Uh, and yeah, man, that played, theme song. Uh, swing, swing by the All American Rejects. Oh, that's the song that's that's the song that's gonna play us out today. So you're you're uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I like I had never heard the, the the theme song before. Man, it's so good. Oh my gosh, so dude! The first couple notes of of uh, California by Phantom Planet hit, and I was just like, oh, man. <laughs> um, yeah, the feels. You know, Jason Schwartzman was the original drummer in that band. I have no wow. idea who Jason Schwartzman is. You don't know who How Jason do you know Schwartzman, who Jason is? Schwartzman is? Dude, he's in like the Amazon commercials with Alec Baldwin. Sure. 
Oh my god, you are <laughs> literally killing me. I'm dead because Alex O'Neill is ki- killing me. Yeah, it's horrible. All right, so so with that, I think we're going to wrap up this, our very first episode. Thanks for joining us. You can find us at thebro-c.com. Uh, write to us at letters at thebro-c.com. Find Tyler at, at Tyler Treese, Alex at, at ALFighter27, and me at, at Hey John Anderson. There's no, there's no H in John. There's an H in Hey. So we'll see you next time on the Bro Seat. With that, I just wanted to say, uh, welcome to the OC, bitch. Perfect. <laughs> you should have said welcome to the bro okay. bitch. So we'll try that again. So you And you can find this podcast at uh, thebroc.com. So that's thebro-c.com. And by the time this airs, I will have registered that. It's still free right this second, so none of you fuckers <laughs> do anything. Um, Uh-oh. All right, that's the end of our first episode. I'm going to cut out the part where I say fuckers. <laughs> It'll be in the bonus content. The boner, be in content. The boner content. Hey, man, I'm trying to make this this show more appealing for sponsorship opportunities. 